Yo, I'm coming from that 3-6, so that's why I got them brain spinning. Ain't nobody using blinkers, we ain't good at lane switching. Better get a plane ticket, I ain't flying all you chickens though. Always shoot my shot, better swishing off the pick and roll. Dishing off the give and go, all my squad is driven so you can catch us on the road. Promise we ain't doing shows. So Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Peeps and Plaid podcast. I'm Christian Gamalian. I'm talking with co-host Austin Caphammer. It's an episode of sadness because the season is over for the Portland Trailblazers. Mm. They're swept by the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, despite leading by at least 17 in each of the last three games. Rough. Rip City doesn't know what to do with themselves. But it's also an episode of rejoicing. They made the Western Conference Finals for the first time since the year 2000. Dame has now won 19 playoff games in his career. In the same amount of time, guess how many the Lakers have? Zero. Zilch. Zilch nada. This team, the Blazers, has continued to be competitive, fun, and full of heart. And I'm leaving this season with so many memories. So we'll get into some of those memories, but unfortunately, we can't just forget about the Western Conference Finals as much as we might like to. Let's talk, Austin. What happened? What went wrong? Why did the Blazers lose? And why are the Western Conference Finals amazing all the same? Wow. Um, there was quite a few questions within that question. That was like the math problem, the teacher signs, where there's like six other math problems inside of it. And you better answer it exactly right or else. <laughs> Honestly, just sitting here and, and kind of racking my brain about it now, since I've kind of blocked it out of my memory and my experience for the last week uh, since it had ended, um, I was. I think the, the quick and kind of knee-jerk response from a lot of fans is, you know, Dame playing fantastically in that first series, and then really just other teams, I'm not going to go as far to say that he underperformed, but really just other teams keying on him uh, yeah. after that, which, you know, I don't really know how much he can do when it gets to that point. When it was when it was against Drew Holiday, it was, it was pretty easy to look back and say, well, Drew Holiday's an all-NBA defensive player, um, you know, a fluke, whatever you can, whatever you want to call it. But we saw in two separate series that same trapping on Dame, and um, you know, I, I didn't like how little we went to CJ in the Warrior series. Um, part of that is Clay Thompson being, I think, I, I know he was snubbed today on the All NBA team. I don't, but I think he did. He make a defensive team. I might need to check that, but. I mean, he's yeah, a he, he okay, yeah, because he is an All NBA defensive player. Um, I, I think I heard he was six foot seven on the on the broadcast yep. when I was watching. So he's a six foot seven shooting guard, six with, nine wingspan. Yeah, uh, guarding CJ McCollum, and he has foot. He has he has uh, tricky foot speed. He doesn't look like it, but he has tricky foot speed. So when your number one option is getting trapped every time, and your number two option is being guarded by an All NBA player, and your center this would this would really be my gripe if anything um and it's it's kind of a luxury to even have it but ennis uh didn't really show up in my opinion um i would say that myers myers obviously did in that last game but um, you know i i can understand where stats is coming from because that is an awfully late point in the season to be making those drastic adjustments to just say you know what Ennis you were <laughs> putting up 20 and you were putting up double doubles non-stop in the first round uh did all right in, in the in the Nuggets uh, uh series uh now we're just Myers Leonard is taking your spot you're done you've done poorly Myers Leonard is going to take over the lion's share of your minutes I I I get it um but Ennis just wasn't really the same guy that we saw in those first that first series um, and I'm not sure. Um, do you happen to know if Ramadan was occurring during the uh, first series? I'm not sure, but I know that a portion of that was he was not allowed to take any painkillers during Ramadan. I, I think, um, and then also obviously the water and, and the food consumption differentials, and and he had, he had also said he's done it, you know, a handful of times throughout throughout the season, but. Um, I can understand being a player and pushing back past the food and water thing. I hardly understand. But not having painkillers as someone who's separated my own shoulder several times on several occasions, dislocated it, um, and having to constantly be in a position of overhead 
movements. I would imagine after an entire NBA season having your painkillers taken away in the very last series uh, can't make it any easier. So, um, like I said, it's a luxury to even be able to complain about that. Honestly, that dude gave it. It's not a character issue at all. It's not a character issue. That dude gave it all. Uh, he's he's made it. He's been very vocal about the city and the franchise and all of his um, all of his interviews and his exit interview. But uh, there was something to be desired there. Um, Nurkic wasn't there, obviously, um, and I I don't really remember Mo or. Aminu being quite as effective as they were in those in those first two series. Yeah. Um, now that's all the Blazers. So there's a lot of things the Warriors did. Um, you know, they the Warriors won that series. Is it, as much as I'd like to sit here and say, <laughs> as much as I'd like to sit here and say we lost it, we lost that series, whatever, uh, seventeen point deficits, whatever. Honestly, um, yeah, there were a couple possessions where I was like, that just looked like a lack of effort, but. There, I would say it was more so a shifting into another gear or that next gear for the Warriors than it was for us shifting into park or reverse. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. What did you see out of the Warriors that they did well uh, that we weren't really able to match up with aside from Steph Curry being Steph Curry? Well, Steph Curry being Steph Curry was a huge part of it because <laughs> the number one thing, game one, I'm watching game one, and I was just like, are you kidding me? Every single time that Steph Curry got a screen, first off, moving screen every time. Yeah. Not going to budge on that. Kevon Looney is ridiculous. He was moving every single screen <laughs> he set in that series. Now, a couple other guys, you know, set some solid screens. Uh, Jordan Bell had a few good ones. Uh, Draymond Green got called for a moving screen, and it was nowhere near as much movement as Kevon Looney does every single time. So I was like, no. what the heck? So, uh, yeah, that was just ridiculous. But those screens were brutal because I've argued so many times that the Blazers need to do everything in their power to keep their big men off of Steph Curry because Mm -hmm. in previous playoff series, we've seen Ed Davis on a one-on-one with Steph Curry, and Ed Davis is doing everything (laughs) he can, but it's Steph freaking Curry, and he always gets them with a step back and shoots it right in their face and drains it. Uh, so I was like, all right, Blazers, whatever you do, don't put a big man on Steph Curry. Unfortunately, they listened to me because every single screen, it was literally, you know, Ennis Cantor in game one just sitting 10, 15 feet back from their big man because he's like, oh, he can't shoot anyway. That so was a nightmare. Game one was a nightmare with that. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> they set the screen. Dame or CJ or whoever's on Steph is now stuck in the screen. Steph comes around it nails the three like every single time which it's like on the one hand yeah i understand it it's it's good it's a good play it's what the blazers do a lot of the time that's how dame gets a lot of his three pointers too and i also don't want the big men on steph curry but i'd rather have a big man on steph curry than no one on steph curry because that guy can drain it from anywhere uh so yeah unfortunately they listened to me a little too hard on that one uh obviously i know they're not listening to me but (laughs) (laughs) well yeah it Uh, makes you wonder like if if could you even as terry stotts ask your guards to go over screens um and i'm I'm sure a lot of basketball minds if any listening to this would say well yeah of course you can ask for that but with those moving screens not everyone was a moving screen in fact i'm I'm sure 80 percent of them weren't but um if you go over that screen, Steph Curry is equally, if not more dangerous than Dame withdrawing that foul. So if you're fighting hard over the top of that screen as Damian Lillard, there's a there's a likely chance that if you you're 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 probably not going to get a contest. What you're going to get is either a foul or you're going to fight over and then the guard's going to drive to the rack. Yeah. Which what I didn't necessarily see enough of was that. You know, give it get give it the opportunity for that foul to even occur. You know what I'm saying? These yeah. guards went under the screen every time. Um, and I'm sure there's there's probably a rhyme or reason to it. There's a reason why we're, we're podcasters and they're in the NBA. But um, I it would have been nice to see that attempted. And then what would have happened is that guard, let's say Dame fights over that screen, plays up a little bit too hard but doesn't get the foul. If Steph doesn't pick up his dribble and he starts going to the basket – 
then and then the big man rolls okay let's say damian lillard is just stuck at the perimeter at that point okay so a big man needs to slide over and guard whoever the rolling big man is and whoever was initially caught in that screen uh then they can play off you know what i'm saying that big man can yeah. play off at that point because steph curry is no longer behind the the, the perimeter the three-point line uh he just blew by dame but at least you have a, 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 a semi-contested mid-range jumper at that point yeah. or it would be a pass to the corner uh, which, you know, I think that Dame by that point probably wouldn't still be sitting at the top of the arc. He probably would have relocated and found somebody. But I didn't see enough of um, – I mean, obviously you see a lot of it because of the Warriors, but I didn't see enough of their role players being forced to make shots. Yeah. Um, and I, and when I say make shots – I mean, they, they made their shots, but they weren't they forced – they weren't forced yep. to make those shots, you know? Yep. Um. And it kind of just looked like we were victims of our own game plan. Um, and, you know, uh, I think Evan M quoted one of our tweets, one of my tweets. I'll take credit for it. I won't, I won't subject Christian to it. But I had tweeted saying, you know, we are so-called ungrateful fans. Well, you know, this this is this is crappy to watch this is i don't want to this is this is bull crap anyways that we're down 17 or more in three games and this is coming back it's not necessarily and i and i understand you know and reflecting on it now and this is something we're going to talk about it more uh i'm i'm a i'm more of a new blazers fan than christian is i'm a young blazers fan so really having perspective on the western conference finals is difficult to do i don't really understand the weight of this because the last time it occurred was when i was five um so yes and no um i i it, it was hard to watch and i still had my gripes and my complaints uh being down that much and seeing those comebacks more importantly not just once or twice but three times but you know credit to the warriors man <laughs> credit yeah. to the warriors i'm i mean it's it's tough because in the moment i you know, I, I'm probably overly critical of the team. I mean, they're doing things I could never dream of doing regardless. Right. Uh, but as a whole, like, no matter what, how I criticize them, I still love the Blazers. I'm, I'm never going to stop being a Blazers fan. You know, I might say some things that, you know, I might take back later on. <laughs> but in the heat of the moment, that's, that's what I'm thinking and that's what I'm going to say. You know, right. I'm not going to, I might call a game trash. I might say this game is just trash, whether it's officiating, <laughs> whether it's play calling, no matter what it is. Doesn't mean I think that yeah. Terry Stotts is trash. Doesn't yeah. mean I think Dame's no. trash. You know, we're not like, going still... to be on some Oregonian type stuff, huh? Oh, man, that was just ridiculous. Oh. Yeah. And did you see yeah. they, Did you see them uh, try to bounce back from that this morning? I think I had quoted something. I didn't. Let me, let me try to locate it. So if all our viewers out there, if you're, if you're not a part of Blazer Twitter universe, uh, the Oregonian had tweeted, uh, you know some the crying michael jordan face on top of uh damian lillard um in his when he after he'd made his shot and said you know the trash, stone face not the not the splash brothers the trash brothers or something yeah. like that and so um yeah they, yeah that was just pretty classless but um let me go ahead and see if i can locate what they had said this morning um, it's like an okc to kevin durant kind of thing yeah. What was it, Mr. Unreliable? That was just ridiculous. Yeah, come on. But they had, they had tweeted something today, like some redeemable uh, Blazers tweet, like trying to side with them or something like that. And it was just so overt. It's like, come on, you guys. Like, you, you know what you I, – I don't understand. As, as someone who works in, in, in media and in public relations, I don't understand when organizations feel that they can just pull the curtain over people. Yeah. People don't respect that. People people want honesty. So the Oregonians should have came out the very next day and acknowledged it. They should have had their editor-in-chief acknowledge that. This is something that and, and I know to the average Portlander that doesn't follow the Blazers quite as quite as much, it probably sounds a little ridiculous. But that's a joke. That's something that this, is, this comes around every 20 years. Um, have a little bit more class than that. The most classless yeah. thing that I had I had said was that I was uh, upset with the manner in which they had lost. Um, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Um, I can't even remember. It was the Cur it was Curry and Thompson or the Splash Brothers. Well, Damian Lillard and CJ are the trash. Brothers. I'm like, dude, how are you? That's got to be an out of state writer or something. Was that quick? Who was that? Uh, dude, I don't even know. It's just yeah, uh... yeah. Well. Here, here's the thing. This series, 
was winnable in my opinion. That again, it's easy for me to say, you know, whatever it is, Monday morning quarterback. That's what I'm. That's what I'm playing right here. Yeah. But this series was winnable. We weren't a, a significantly worse team. They didn't have Kevin Durant. Clearly, uh, there, there's a tweet that I saw. What was it? It was about CJ. Like, oh, CJ, you were trashing on Kevin Durant and Draymond because they joined the Warriors. You said that they could have won without him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you just lost to him, and they didn't even have them on the team. And it's like that's exactly the point he's making. They're yeah. good enough to win the NBA, the entire NBA. Yeah, exactly. Them. I so, didn't even I didn't even put two and two together with that. That's a good point. Yeah, it's like that's the whole point is they're good enough without them. Yeah. And I think the Blazers were good enough to potentially win this series. Not you know not to take away at all from the Warriors. It's still you know remarkable what they're doing. I stopped rooting for the Warriors as soon as Kevin Durant joined their team, but uh, it's it's still remarkable. I mean, Steph and Clay are just out of this world, regardless. Right. Um, I did see, I however, think, that Eric Eric McCollum had quoted some troll that was trying to say that he played uh, CJ played poorly against Clay, and he quoted with the with Clay's stats, and um, mm. Clay actually didn't wasn't very efficient. It yeah. was really the Steph Curry show. Oh, seriously. Ugh. Yeah, it was it was all Steph and Draymond really cuz I mean, yeah, Draymond actually, yeah. Draymond led both teams in four of the five major stat categories. I just hit my microphone. Uh everything but points. He led in rebounds, assists, steals and blocks in the series, which is just ridiculous. I mean, that's that's like what LeBron does except with points. He did in total uh, for the entire series you're saying? Yeah, that's oh, what wow. I saw. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I have to double check that, make sure I'm not lying, but yeah, which is just, it's just wild. Uh, yeah, and it, it's funny because they put up, like, similar or uh, other people who got high in that category, like, more than them, more than them. Yeah. And it said more, uh, 11 rebounds, more than Steph Curry. And it's like, why is Steph Curry the next guy? But I, I think Steph had eight per game or something. Yeah, he killed so. it. I think he had a triple-double in the last game. Yeah, it was so. triple-doubles from him and Draymond. How about, but, uh, how about Myers Legend, huh? Dude, Myers showed up. He showed up in Game 3, at the start of it at least. I mean, Stotts wasn't even really playing a center in most of the second half, which I thought, you know, I'm not going to trash on Terry Stotts. He got the extension. That's yes, awesome. love that. Stoked that Terry Stotts got an extension. How, do you know for I how long him. that was for? How long his extension is? I don't think they've put it out yet. Uh, Last I saw, I, they didn't have any information on it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Neil Olshay's like, yeah, we got an extension done 20 minutes ago when he was in his <laughs> extra interview. So, like, all right. Oh, and uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I wasn't a fan of some of the things he did in this series, but, you know, it's can't It's complain. tough. It's tough, yeah. man. I mean, like I said, it's that, that train had been moving. He had, That train's wheels had been changed several times towards the end of the regular season and the beginning of the playoffs. So yeah. when you catch a rhythm in a seven-game series against the second-seeded team, it's it's got to be tough as, a, as an NBA coach to... Because what happened? Look at the risk versus reward. What happens oh, yeah. if he puts in Myers for an extended yeah. period of time and then the Myers that we all know and love shows up? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, probably a little bit too far there. But <laughs> you know what I mean? And, it, let's say he, he performs to his averages. That would yeah. have, that uh, that would have been detrimental. Yes, he probably would have got the extension, but that's that's as a coach, that's got to be a, a hard. He's stuck in between a rock and a hard place, right there. Yeah, and just to just to puff up Myers Leonard a little bit. Yeah. Game four, he had his career high period in points. <laughs> I think he had his career high in points in the first half. Yeah, uh, which is just ridiculous. But he ended with thirty and twelve. Dude, I have this one website that keeps on popping up and it's it's one that i have up it's not like an actual pop-up but it keeps coming out of nowhere it's, anyway it's, is it myers leonard brand it is uh myers leonard attack <laughs> it just no it just heard it just heard us chatting about him buy a hat buy a hoodie <laughs> buy my supplements no yeah. it's uh la lakers playoff history i had to double check that the blazers have not won any since damian lillard has been a portland trailblazer and it is true the lakers have won zero yeah. since uh 2000 what 13 and i think uh, what was the statistic about dame and the all nba players versus lebron not not playing any or something in the east there's some statistic. Oh, it was like was he had played. He had played. Uh, Dame played more All NBA players in this playoffs. Twenty. What is it? Twenty nineteen playoffs. Gosh, I don't. Are you, know are you sure is. about that? Because the All NBA didn't just come out to the, till today. I don't know if it's about this playoffs. I thought it was. In no, his... no, 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 no. I mean, of the players in this playoffs. Oh, okay. Damian Lillard faced more 
people who have been in an all-NBA team than LeBron James did in any of his eight finals combined. In, oh, wow. in the East, not in the West, because he faced the dang Warriors. Right. But when LeBron faced Eastern Conference teams for eight straight years, he faced less All NBA players than Damian Lillard did in this year alone. Okay, let me just, just make, let me let me make sure of one more last thing here. So you're saying yep. the finals don't count to that? Yeah, just in the East because okay, he's in okay. the East. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean that's so to, to because Dame didn't get to the finals either. You know, but right. it's shoot. Well, because I, I was just gonna hate on LeBron and say, well, you know. Uh, I bet a large portion of those uh, All NBA oh, players were once he got to the finals. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's there's still definitely a disparity uh, in, in in talent between the two. Um, yeah. So and and there's another one now. Uh, Jokic just got put on first team, so that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I really like. Yeah, that. he deserves that. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna get to one more complaint about Terry Stotts. Mm-hmm. Love you, Terry Stotts complete fan of yours regardless but i there was too much hero ball from dame i mean i i'm fine with living and dying by dame if 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 dame misses shots and that's why we lose sure i'm i'm signed on board damian lillard is the leader the captain i'm cool with it but if we want to (laughs) win yeah i think you should have gone another direction yeah Uh, i mean it was just hero ball and it's not going to work when you have 6'9 wingspan, all defender, Clay Thompson, and former finals MVP because of his defense on LeBron James, Andre yeah. Iguodala. That's 6'9 yeah. and 6'11, double teaming you, trapping you. Uh, in game four, I think we really should have won game four. It went to overtime. It's like, I didn't want to get emotionally attached because I'm like, you know, if it's anyone's going to come back from three games to none, the Blazers could do it, I guess, but yeah. it's probably not going to happen. And so, you know what, I'm, I'm fine with it, but... Uh, the fact that Andre Iguodala was out, I was like, shoot, we can win this game definitely. Yeah. Uh, and they were so, playing; they were playing their bench guys in the first half. You know, yep. they were playing. I mean, a part of that is just McKinney the, played a lot. Yeah, he was solid for him. He was solid for him. And I'm gonna say it here since no one seems to retweet any of my tweets about it, but McKinney <laughs> is Noah Bonley's cousin. Look it up. Not okay. Oh, in reality, not by cool. not by blood. No. He's not my blood. I'm just making a joke, Christian. Come on. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, <laughs> if you look what? up a headshot, what do I know? <laughs> look up a headshot of Noah Vonley and put it right next to McKinney. I would be surprised if McKinney doesn't look. Spot. He, they're, they're doppelgangers. It's hilarious. It's, you got yeah, Noah Vonley, Alfonso. I always thought it was Alonzo, but it's Alfonso McKinney. Dude, he's the first Alfonso that comes up when I type Alfonso. Nah, I don't. I don't know. They what? look alike. I don't think what? that much. Man, I see it. Nah. Uh, all right. That well, okay. I see it more in this picture that I'm yeah. looking at, but it's so weird to me because there's so many of those doppelganger things where I'm like, these people look exactly the like. I cannot believe you don't see it too. Yeah. But you know, now there's a time when you're like, they look exactly alike. I'm like, well, eh. <laughs> maybe there's a reason why they weren't. The tweets were not retweeted. All right, I'll give up. Could be. It's oh, a lost man. cause. I mean, 10 years from now, they'll be like, shoot, they're definitely twins. They're like, oh, it's dude, cap hammer. Yep, definitely going to happen. So uh, anyway, we're talking about All-NBA. Let's uh, kind of move on from the Western Conference Finals. Maybe we'll come back to it. Who knows? Gladly. I'm still crying. Oh, I'll say one more point. I put out on Twitter, I am as depressed, if not more, than when Yusuf Nurkic got injured. And... There were two reasons. First is, this is exactly why I didn't want him injured, because we would lose in the playoffs. Uh, And two, because, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Like, three 17-point leads, that's just too much to handle. Uh, So, it helped to see the Portland Trailblazers partying it up after the season's over. Like, they're having a party, they're all enjoying their time together. Cool. Like, if they're past it, I can get past it. But, yeah, that sucks. Anyway, All-NBA. Here we go. All-NBA teams... We're put out today, and uh, let's just go down like the list. Said, yeah, I mean, Clay Thompson is not in an All NBA team, which was a big head headline. But let's go down the list. All NBA first team, pretty much what you'd expect. Maybe the center's off a little bit. Maybe Paul George is off, but it's Steph, James Harden, Paul George, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic. That's All NBA first team. Good pronunciation there. I like it. Thank you. I, I actually uh, pride myself on 
pronunciation. Is that a word? I don't know. Pronunciation. That's how you pronounce things. Enunciation. How you how you is how you speak. Like if you watch the Trailcasters or li- or uh-huh. listen to the Trailcasters, do you have uh-huh. an option to watch? I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> if you listen to the the Trailcasters, they frequently speak about. Uh, working on your speech and ensuring that you don't fall back on vocal crutches like I do, like um, 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 <laughs> and also <laughs> that uh, that you enunciate your words so Unique that people can understand New them. York. Unique Dude, I did so New many York. vocal warm-ups in drama. Well, I didn't do drama class, actually, but I did musicals. Danny Zuko in Greece. what up? What? Uh, yeah, boy. I think you all. I think you also did Rocket Man at her graduation dinner or breakfast or whatever. Dude, I thought about that yesterday because they're having senior mother tea right now. I'm That's a school bus driver, so I'm driving them around. <laughs> it was not Rocket Man. I love Rocket Man. Uh, uh, I don't have the voice to pull that off. I don't have the voice to pull off either of the songs I mashed up either. But it was <laughs> Piano Man and uh, Forever Young by Alphaville. Played on my saxophone. Had a band behind me, sung along. That was a lot of fun. Damn. Didn't qualify for graduation because I suck at singing, but it was Born fun. entertainer, Christian Millen. Uh, sure. I don't even know how to play the sax anymore, even though I own two of them. I actually used to play the saxophone. Dude, let's... let's Dude, we should bring... start like a jazz... Let's do a jazz intro here for, for our show, huh? Bring it up here. Let's go. Let's let's record. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Who's second team? Who's second team All-NBA? Second team. Uh, none other than our very own Damien... Lamonte, Ollie, Lillard, Dame Dalla, Dame Time, Lillard Time. Uh, what what's what's his other nickname? Shoot, uh, the letter uh, O. The letter O. There's another one that I'm forgetting. Lahim. That's one of them. Lahim Lillard. Know. That's his. That's his wrestler. If he was gonna be a wrestler name, I think. Perfect. Damian Lillard, second team All NBA. I can't complain. You know, Steph is Steph. James yep. Harden's James Harden. Yep. Uh, I could definitely argue for Dame, Dame to be first team, but I'm I'm chill with him being second. Yep. I don't think Kyrie should be there. He's the other guard, but Correct. you know, whatever. Uh, so Dame Kyrie. Uh, I'm going off memory because I cannot find this crap. Uh, Kevin Durant. Shoot, who's Embiid, who's the other forward? <laughs> em- Embiid is the and center. And then Kawhi, Kawhi was the forward. Kawhi Leonard, yep. yeah, and everyone's talking. Uh, I saw Dirt and Sprague tweeted it out. Uh, what's his name? My favorite freaking uh, radio host. What's his mm-hmm. name? Rich Eisen. Love mm-hmm. you, Rich Eisen. I don't know why I can't think of your name. He tweeted the same thing. Pretty sure he stole it from Dirt and Sprague, but whatever. First team versus second team. Who wins in a game? And everyone, like, a majority of people are saying second team. And yeah. I think I'm with it. Because of, defa- of defense. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, Embiid is pretty monstrous. Kevin Durant, most people think he's the best basketball player on the planet. Obviously, Giannis, Steph, and James Harden could be argued for that in compl- their own ways as well. Uh, Kawhi, his defense is ridiculous. But I mean, if Dame's playing off ball, if you got Kyrie handling, yeah. getting rid of defenders, yeah. and... Yeah, I mean, I that, mean, if you're if you're looking at it from a from an individual standpoint, I would say that yeah, you probably first team selections were were accurate. Um, mm-hmm. From it from from that hypothetical in, in a basketball game, I would not be surprised if, if that second team pulled it off or won. Um, I would say that I don't know how I feel about Paul George. Paul George should have made an All NBA team. I think he should have been second team. Um, I think that Kawhi Leonard, a lot of people were saying that he's a four or played a lot of four, but if I'm remembering correctly, Pascal did for them, unless Pascal was just a post playing three for them. Uh, I mean, obviously he can do a lot of different things, but I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain Kawhi operated out of a small forward role. Wait, um, are are you talking about the distinction between having a three and a four on an all NBA team? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. It's just the two forwards, right? Yep. Well, yeah. that, come on then. That, come on. That's that's Kawhi. Yep. That's Kawhi. You can't. Absolutely. That's yeah. that's just a bad. I knew that. I knew about the, the two forwards, the two guards. I knew that. I, just, I kind of was spacing that for a second. But So even furthermore, position regardless, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George has had a career season. Should have been second mm-hmm. team all NBA, in my opinion. Yeah. For, for me, I it's it's tough for me because midway through the season, Paul George was my choice for MVP. It was James yeah. Harden versus Paul George, and I was like, James Harden just doesn't do enough on defense, plays a little too much hero ball, obviously was working for him anyway, worked really well going through the rest of the season. They went on a great run, ended up with the, what, four seed? But 
Paul George, George was my choice. He got injured. His team played a little worse, well, mm-hmm. quite a bit worse yeah. in the second half of the season. Uh, but he still, you know, did everything he could. He still played a ton of defense, still had huge games through the in- injury. Mm-hmm. So I still think he deserves to be the third MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. And with being the third MVP, MVP candidate, that naturally puts you on all NBA first team. Yeah. So, you know, I am I'm yeah, not that's like... That's fair. I'm not like, oh man, Paul George all the way, but it's like, I really think he deserved it after but, what he did this year. So I, I think first team is definitely accurate for like this year, this was yeah. accurate for all NBA first team. How about and that I feel like team, all NBA though? second team, <laughs> yeah, but se- second team was like the best of the rest. It's like this year and throughout history, these are legitimately the next best players in the yeah. league. Uh, other than LeBron, who made third team. It's his first time making All-NBA Rightfully third team. so. Yeah, I, think, I, I mean... I think rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, he missed enough games to warrant third team rather than first or second, but he played so well that he had to be on an All-NBA team. He was averaging, like, 28-8-8, and <sighs> which, if Damian Lillard was averaging that, we would be losing our dang minds. Well, so, yeah. uh, if anyone in Portland is arguing against LeBron making All-NBA third, uh, I don't know what's wrong with you. I would but... like I would like them to, I think the by implementing the All-NBA defensive team, you're almost, you're almost suggesting that All-NBA doesn't necessarily account for that quite as much by giving it its own category. And I think that... I mean, yeah, because there is no... All NBA offense. offensive team, and, and I think, yeah, you know what? I think they should. I think they either need to do that, uh, or have more awards on the offensive side of the ball. Or mm-hmm. I just think that I think that kind of makes the water a little bit foggier. I agree. Yeah, and, and I think we often in a league where we don't have to wait a couple ten seconds or more for the ball to be snapped. I think it's I think it's very easy for us as fans and 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 just students of the game to look at that and say well you know that's more exciting you know that's it's almost like sensationalist news right um (laughs) defense is the peer-reviewed journal offense is sensationalist new york post you know it's it's gonna mean it's gonna sell yeah yeah it's it's true yeah and the reason why I'm, I'm advocating for Kawhi so much is he is currently locking down uh, someone who I think you forgot about in that MVP race, Giannis Antetokounmpo, to the team yeah. in, this, oh, yeah. in this playoff series. Locking oh, him I down. didn't forget about him. I just forgot about him in the halfway through the season. That's, one. that's I was fair. like, you know what? He's, he's a freak. He's doing amazing things, but he's just not at the level of James Harden and Paul George. But right now... Yeah. It's a toss-up for me between him and James Harden for MVP. So yeah, yeah, yeah we'll see. That's we'll see because that's that's still on its way. But how but, about that third team? Third team was all right. Third team: Russell Westbrook, Kemba Walker, which mm. Clay Thompson didn't like. I guess. I mean, he's he's he gave props to Kemba, but yeah, you know, Clay thinks he's better. We'll yeah. talk more about that. LeBron James, Blake Griffin, and Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, to me, that's pretty accurate. I mean, Kemba Walker was doing amazing things at the start of the season, mm-hmm. and he didn't slow down all that much the rest of the year. So, no. um, yeah. Russell Westbrook, obviously, you could argue, like, uh, Westbrook, you know, he's just a stat stuffer. I'd say like, leave him know? off. Leave him off. And I'm not saying that as a biased Portland fan, man. I think I think Clay Thompson, it's not that he's bad or had a bad season, because I think he still averaged a triple-double, extremely inefficient, but... I think Clay Thompson deserved that more than him, and I think Kemba Walker probably deserved that more than him. Dude, I mean, you can't... A tr- it's a triple-double. I mean, obviously it's like, oh, a stat stuffer, but... it is That is something eight, to be discussed. 80% of the NBA could go out there with the goal of getting a triple-double, and they're not going to get it. Okay. Like, you could go out 82 games of the season, like, I want to get a triple-double, and you're yeah, not going to get it. That's fair. This is Russell Westbrook doing it nightly. It's it's not to say and that it's the most important quality in in an NBA player, but he goes out, he puts in the effort, he can he has such a high scoring average despite mm. not being a good shooter. I mean, obviously, he, you know, he also has one of the three MVP candidates you had just mentioned on his team. I I agree with you there too, but um, I mean, he he's still a monster. Uh, I I would I would argue. Do you think him Kyrie should out of the third team maybe? Do you think Kyrie should have been on second? I'm sorry to inter- keep interrupting you there, but do you think Kyrie should have been on that second team? I feel like Clay should have been in second. 
move yes. Kyrie down and then take out probably Westbrook. So I, I mean, I or Kemba, ended or up Kemba. Honestly, I really wouldn't be that upset if Kemba was snubbed. And and you know, I don't, I don't know if he should be either. Uh, if I was Kemba Walker and I was snubbed from the All NBA this this year, that would just give me one more reason to to leave Charlotte because that's that's what yeah. that is. That's a lack of team success. And unless you're LeBron James, it's pretty difficult to do that and make an All NBA team. Yeah. Um, one thing I would say that we'll probably both agree with on this topic is what happened to shooting guards, man? That's what Clay's wondering. What happened? I mean, besides him and James Harden, though, I mean, CJ's fantastic, right? He's, he's all-star level, but not all-NBA because those other guards are better, in my opinion. But I, I think that it stems from you uh, the, the modern-day point guard shoots a lot more, and they shoot a lot differently. And they start every possession with the ball in their hand. Majority of the possessions with the ball in their hand. And I think that much like the center is being removed by the stretch four in today's game, we're seeing the phasing out of the two guard by way of productivity offensively, not just an assist from the point guard. Yeah. And it's going to be really interesting to see, man, because right now, this league is jam packed with point guards that can just—they're gonna all have—they're all gonna have their Hall of Fame jackets at some point. Yeah, and th- the thing is, we don't even really know who's a shooting guard nowadays. Like, there's a few that are really good. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, what is it? Is it—is it a three and D player who is six five to six seven? Who's a shooting guard? Yeah. Because it's—it's most of them fall yeah. into. A, uh, a combo guard or a point guard or a wing or yeah. a forward. Yeah. And it's it's tough. I mean, we got like some some obvious ones. Clay Thompson, Bla- uh, Bradley Beal. Bradley <laughs> Beal. Uh I think Victor Oladipo. Who is I mean ja- gone, James yeah. Harden James Harden definitely can play point guard and does play point guard. Mm-hmm. But considering they have Chris Paul, he's a de facto shooting guard. Yeah. Uh, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. There's such blurred lines in the shooting guard game compared to point guards where you know jimmy butler to me i've always thought of paul george as as a shooting guard like obviously he has the length he has the skills he plays forward most of the time they usually have a shooting guard in there yeah alongside him but i mean he's as good a shooting guard as it gets so it's the lines are blurred on what a shooting guard really is devin booker if i didn't say that already he's my you know the 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 really good three-point shooting at least de- decent defense and not having the ball in your hands all the time is what kind of makes it clear like okay this guy's a shooting guard from yeah. what i've seen yeah. like that's exactly what clay thompson does great defense amazing three-point shooting barely ever has the ball in his hands you you saw that game where he scored like what what shoot i don't i don't remember that game but it was uh clay thompson, it was like 19 dribbles and he had like 40 points or something ridiculous yeah yeah he that was and that was uh i, I think shortly after uh cj was that this season you're referencing i don't even i think remember. it was last season it's and i want to say boring. it was after cj had his 50 and three quarters yeah uh, clay had done something similar uh, following that um yeah but and i know yeah. we had a 60 point game last year but i don't know if it was that game or that what. might have been it i might be remembering this correctly but you know on the devin booker topic i, I lived down here in phoenix and my neighbor i was just uh hanging out with he was like you know i think devin booker should have made it and i was like i don't know man you know but um, if you're gonna have kemba walker make the all nba players like that need to be considered because devin booker did have a fantastic season he had a fantastic season. Dude. But so but did Bradley Beal. I'm extremely high on Devin Booker. Devin Booker's the first NBA player that was younger than me. So I was like, oh, shoot, I'm on board with this guy. Yeah. he He's not the most efficient. They they He's not in a good situation either. He's stuck playing no. point guard a lot of the time, which yeah. isn't good for yeah. him. But, yeah, he, he does not deserve to be on an all-NBA team. Maybe in, maybe in the near future, especially well, if they have a good team and he's able to play his role more effectively. But nah, there, why don't there's a mend, couple guys getting votes. Why don't we mend these two storylines and say how wild it's going to be to watch Kemba Walker and him in the same backcourt? Dude, I mean, I'm <laughs> I've been advocating for it. I mean, Kemba yeah. Walker going to Phoenix. I mean, well, uh, shoot, I wanted them to get Zion. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I wanted Phoenix to get Kemba and Zion and just that would have be been a decent contending yeah. team. Yeah. Maybe not contending, but, you know, Blazers, Nuggets yeah. level mm-hmm. within a year or two. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like they either got to go for Kemba or try to trade for Mike Conley. 
yeah. one of the two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe things are going to get wild in New Orleans and Drew Holiday is going to be available. Obviously, he, I things guess, are, plays things more are minutes at the shooting guard. But, I mean, Drew Holiday's point guard in my eyes. So I don't Things know. are definitely going to get wild in New Orleans. There's no way with that current situation, the, the location of the franchise – uh, the the player the franchise player asking for a trade you getting the next uh, generational talent there's no way that that it's not like Zion's gonna go in there uh, Anthony Davis is gonna say you know what I'm gonna stay and then Drew Hall and then they're all gonna say well Drew Holiday what are you doing oh yeah I'm good too <laughs> that's yeah. that's not gonna happen that's not dude in fact if it does I'll I'll donate uh, fifteen <laughs> or twenty dollars to whatever uh, the poll. Uh, that we post says is, is our audience's favorite charity. How about that? <laughs> All right. We haven't even gotten to like any of the topics I wanted to talk about, which gets me <laughs> stoked because that means we have more to talk about in later episodes. But let's just kind of do a quick run through. Uh-huh. Legacy of this season. What will this season be remembered for? I mean, first thing that comes to my mind is obviously Dame Shot. Whatever we co- we're calling it, the bad shot, the wave. Dame hit an amazing shot. It changed my life. I was there. It was freaking fantastic and that quadruple overtime game i don't think we're gonna forget that i mean it it would have i mean i think back i I still remember the triple overtime game where dame just went dame time and took down the spurs like five years ago so yeah i'm not gonna forget that game either so and and by the way i looked it up that game was the last game before ramadan started so Cantor was able to put all his energy into that game, and then Ramadan started before the game after that, so was, kind of explains why so, we so, had a tough time. So I'm sorry, one more time for myself and our audience. It was in OKC, game, I'm sorry, in Portland game six, uh, the shot, that was the game, or was it, I'm sorry, was it the OT game? The quadruple overtime game was the yeah. last game before Ramadan started. Well, and that's fortunate. What, yeah. if he, what if he would have had to start Ramadan right before that Dude, 4 OT game? He'd have collapsed on the court or something, <laughs> my goodness. Well, actually, because they say when the sun goes down, I heard a TNT announcer say uh, they have they have someone there who is, okay, they confirm the sun's down, they confirm the timing, and uh, at that yeah. point he's able to drink water. So who knows? Because that game did like go to like 11-something. So. Yeah, yeah, he would have been that he would have been having his, his meal for the day for that. Yeah. He, man, he could have had a, a couple, couple – uh, what do they call it? A four-course meal. Yeah. So, legacy of this season. I mean, there were low points. Losing the Western Conference Final. Yeah. Also an extremely high point getting there in the first place. Having those three games. Because, I mean, if anything, a sweep could be the motivation that we need going into next season. Because yeah. it sure worked going into this season. <laughs> swept by the Pelicans. That's and if true. Kevin Durant's not on the Warriors next year, I mean, we still have that motivation because he wasn't there this year either. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think the Blazers find a way to come back stronger than ever. But, I mean, low points. Nurk went down, but high point. Nurk had a 20-25 by 5. It was a fantastic game. Nurk was that just was crazy. playing like crazy. I still don't understand why the Blazers weren't pushing for him to get all-star votes. That was ridiculous. I mean, obviously, like, Portland, the people have too much pride or something. But, like, our guys don't get voted in anyway, so may as well go all in on Damian Lillard. But... The Warriors were pushing for DeMarcus Cousins, who hadn't even played all year. Yeah. And the Blazers were like, Damon CJ. And I'm like, do you see what Nurkic is doing? Yeah, but, you know, uh, that's, that, Nurkic doesn't sell, you know. He, he, yes, he does. Nurk fever. No, that he the... sells to us, but not the national media, right? Like, he's not a flashy player. He, uh, you know, speaks broken English. He, he uh, like, he doesn't, he doesn't no, seem like... Dude's... Demarcus Cousins, Demarcus. Oh no, I'm. I understand he's a gem. I'm just saying, like Demarcus Cousins is this like polarizing. I'm gonna, uh, you know, almost punch a ref. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying that any of that's good or bad. I'm just saying this is what sells. And um, yeah. and unfortunately, out of Portland, we don't we don't seem to see too much of that. But if I had to say what the, what I'd remember this season for, I'd say grit, um, mm-hmm. and just um, I'd say a CJ redemption. CJ really yeah. flat, flatlined and plateaued for me. Uh, I'd say throughout the throughout the majority of the early season, um, Nurkic obviously taking that step forward. Uh, Anthony Simons clearly proving that he belongs in this league. Um, summer and you know the most important thing of it all was the 2019 Summer League Championship. Summer League champs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but the, I mean, obviously, we're gonna remember <laughs> the shot. And Shoot you know, us. I, I actually, my grand, my grandpa uh, mailed me uh, the uh, local local cl- uh, newspaper cutout of the shot and the whole full page spread. And I got it framed here in my doorway now in Phoenix, so everyone knows what uh, what time it is when they walk in my house, regardless of yeah, boy. how early or late in the day. <laughs> always game time it's always game time dude yeah so many good moments this season i mean stauskis that was awesome phenomenal game game <laughs> one against the lakers that was just amazing stauskis is, is going off signed him so, just for uh, that dude shout out to you stauskis sorry that the blazers traded you um wish you could have done better and had more playing time with us but that was a great memory, having you play so well. Uh, Jake Lehman had a couple games that were phenomenal. I was yep. at one of them, and I was losing my dang mind. Yep. And uh, Anthony Simons and Scal showed up in the last game. Somehow the Blazers won with six players, all deep bench. So, I mean, there were plenty of very high points this season. It was a memorable season. As sucky as it is to lose in a sweep, what a great season it was. Thank you to Damian. Thank you to Terry. Thank you to CJ. Nurk. <laughs> through everything you went through, Ennis, I mean everyone. Like Rodney Hood getting that clutch shot in Game 7, my goodness. It was just a phenomenal season. And very thankful that we got such a great and memorable season for our first season as a podcast. Yes, absolutely. So just, just real quick, looking forward, this team has a lot of potential. We're losing probably at least three of our guys. I mean, maybe four or five. We'll, we'll see what this team looks like next year. We'll be talking a lot about that in the upcoming episodes. Damian Lillard is looking to get a Supermax contract, $191 million. I've looked it up. Apparently, NBA players cannot amend their contracts to take less money so you can sign more guys. Apparently, that's what? like Tom Brady. Tom Brady's always doing that. I'm looking it up. I'm like, is there a way to do that? I found, where's it at? Right here. Nope, that's not it. Uh. Uh, what what's a website? How does this work? Here we go. This is on Reddit, so you know whatever it's Reddit. It says from CBA Fac F A Q dot com. Frequently asked questions. Existing contracts be renegotiated. A contract of four or more seasons can be renegotiated after the third anniversary of its signing, essentially for extensions. I'm I'm paraphrasing. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm gonna skip down. Where'd it go? A contra- Oh, that's not it. Oh. <laughs> Players can't take a pay cut, in quotes, in order to create more cap room for the team. That is which such is a exactly joke. what I was looking for. Uh, and, yeah, I mean... Are you kidding me? I just want to talk about, like... It, it talks about, like, oh, like, there's this cap space. It's there for a reason. It's important so that there's no super teams and all this. And it's like, it just shows you, like, how ridiculous it is that Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. Like, yep. man, like have some class he's, yeah. he's going to this offseason i'm sure he's going to go to the nets and have another super team or knicks the clippers or the knicks you know it's like whatever but yeah yeah sorry well, i'm not a kevin durant fan anymore um so, i'm sure i will be i mean i hated lebron for a long time and now i'm cool with him so i would say that real quick here because i know we're wrapping up i would say that i think we're going to improve i i'm hopeful for where we're going to improve in our young talent i just hope that other teams don't improve quicker yeah, that's really the only. I don't. I don't see this team dropping the ball. No pun intended. Uh, in the mm-hmm. off season, man, I'm. I'm just gonna put this energy out into the universe. Blake Griffin, if there's any way, dude. Oh, please, Blake Griffin Here, to Portland. The the thing is, he's such an injury risk that it's like, do I really want him? But if you like, if you want any way for the Blazers to actually win a championship, we need Blake Griffin, or maybe. A similar version, Kevin Love, Lamarcus Aldridge. No, no, it's it's Aaron <laughs> Blake Griffin, and, and, Blake Griffin or nothing. Third, third uh, team All NBA, Blake Griffin. He's playing great. He's got heart. He wants to win. If we can make it happen, we'll talk more in future episodes about that because I wanted to talk about it tonight. I'll come more prepared, uh, but we just don't have time for it right now. All right, uh, but Blake Griffin on the Blazers cuz that's the thing 191 million dollars for the Blazers they're never going to have cap space they because it won't kick in until what the the end of the 2021 season or something uh because of that we'll have you know one summer of the tiniest amount of cap space like it's not that much people are like oh we'll have a little bit we're not going to have enough for a max contract or anything close to that so the only way the Blazers can make 
the team significantly better is through trade. Mm -hmm. And this is the season to do it because we have three big expiring contracts. And as much as we've complained about them over the years, this is the time to use them because Mm -hmm. we saw Harrison Barnes get traded, a whole bunch of other expiring contracts get traded, and we were wondering why the heck aren't the Blazers in on it. Mm -hmm. And it's because they weren't expiring yet. Yeah. And this year they're all expiring. So, yeah. and Blake, you know, yeah. we're we're also in a we're also in a position now where one we are a championship contender destination. So some of these guys like Blake Griffin who haven't uh, had successes in their franchises, they might they might be uh, you know a little bit more willing to come to Portland here later in their careers. Yeah. And also, if they are injury prone or uh, seasoned is a, a nice way to put it, we can we now have somewhat have the luxury of resting guys you know at at this at this quality of team that we are now if it's a guy like blake griffin and he's got some knee soreness or whatever and we're getting close to you know the the if we're in the the six to third seed range you know rest him for a a game or two you know we're we are we couldn't we couldn't say that a couple years ago well, the thing is, Nurk is probably going to be out at least half of the next season. So that's where I'm really scared about seeding. And, and what you said about other teams catching up, I th- I'm hoping, I, I think I already said this, shoot, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that other teams catch up to a, to a certain extent and that the Warriors come down and we have more of an even playing field. Yeah. And it's like, oh shoot, the NBA is fun again. Yeah. We don't have the Warriors clobbering everyone. Yeah. Uh, so... I'm, and and I, I saw something. Oh my gosh, I can't stop talking. Clay Thompson, <laughs> someone's like, well, Clay Thompson, you should have won more if you wanted to make All-NBA. And it's true. I mean, you have the greatest team pretty much ever, and your team still like had a worse record than the Bucks. So it's like, yeah, that's a pretty valid point. If you wanted to make All-NBA, like, just win more, like yeah. just straight up, because uh, yeah. you had the ability to do so. So uh, yeah, I mean, next year I'm looking forward to Zach Collins hopefully starting a lot of games mm-hmm. um and i'm looking forward to whatever the trade season looks like we'll be talking about that more in future episodes but yeah we'll uh we'll hold off on that for now all right everybody who heard it here first uh so yeah subscribe like follow all that jazz peeps and plaid twitter instagram google podcast all that hesitate when you in a high class gotta separate I ain't got time for you featherweights. I'm just trying to get my weight up, make it elevate. Yeah, hesitate. Took a long time to hit accelerate. If you ain't got the drive, then you better wait. But I've been had the drive, just need better brakes. Uh, hesitate. When you in a high class, gotta separate. I ain't got time for you featherweights. I'm just trying to get my weight up, make it elevate. Yeah, hesitate. Took a long time to hit accelerate. If you ain't got the drive, then you better wait. But I've been had the drive, just need better brakes. Hit him with the Hezzy CP3 blow by, get ready, can't take my place now. Way too heavy in the way moving now, look a bit unsteady. See, I know a lot of clowns, but I thought through my moves and it's gonna go down. See, I got the engine running and they hate that sound, cause they know I'm on the move. Ain't no way I'm gonna lose, cause I never gotta prove myself. They've been bruising my health, so I had to move on. Might have took too long, but it's done, been dealt. Gonna take off like I got no belt. Gonna get hot, yo, the blow might melt. So I gotta elevate to a higher place. Empire mind state when I'm on. Wanna escape in Patron, but escape in my zone. I'm fly, get my cape, and I'm gone. gone.